situated in that chair properly yet. I mean, kind of. I don't know. This, I've got an ass situation going on. I right just here. feel like there is to... so much movement going directly into this mic right now. Hey, it's fine. It's completely fine. They know what to expect. That's right. You're you're here. You're here. The Haunted Heart Podcast. You're here for uh, extensive fiber friction. Ass moving around in chairs, noises. Uh-huh. You're here for strange alerts that pop up out of the blue. Yeah. You're here for it's, the sound of ice moving in glasses and slurping. It's ASMR. It's an ASMR adjacent podcast on the macabre. That's what we are. That's our niche. New new marketing. <laughs> ASMR adjacent. ASMR adjacent. <laughs> new yes, <shirts>. ma'am. <laughs> So, so hi, hello. it's the Haunted Heart Podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Kenny. And you're you, and we wouldn't want you to be anything else. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, you have to love them the way they are. That's true, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Katie, what uh, what are we feeding the children today? Oh, I like your pun. So... This week, we're going to talk about... So, Kenny and I, as I'm sure... There's another random sound, again, for you to enjoy. Um, Kenny and I are both uh, big fans of food. You guys know this. Um, We are OG Husky kids from Uh back in the day. And we are both very excited about today's topic, which is last meals. So, specifically, the last meals of um, people who are uh, about to be murdered by our government. Death row. Death yeah. row meals. Death row last meals. Um, I could imagine that being a uh, a, uh, a microwavable dinner. Death row meals. Death row meals. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, hopefully not. No. Um, this is interesting. I... I I've always been interested in this topic ever since back in my college days. Um, so I'm a, I'm a theater and dance major and also a history major. And that, that was my undergrad. And back then I did, I think it was like 2011, I want to say. Um, I did, along with another group of artists, I did an experimental theater piece that was on... Um, Execution. It was on um, state executions and lethal injection. And actually what we were using for our source material were, was the electric chair. Um, but we were using it to comment on um, the death penalty. Mm. Um, and ever since we did that piece, part of, part of what we did for that piece, we um, at, one, at one point we stood up and read like a list of, we read a list of last meals and we read a list of last words. Um, and ever since we did the research for that, um, piece of theater, I've always been interested in like last meals. It's kind of a weird thing to be, um, to be so into, but I just find it so interesting. I think it like. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that I would say that it, like, says a lot about the person, but it's just interesting to me what you would choose to, for your last meal, if you were choosing one. 
I'm just interested in meals in general. I mean, true. That too. Just, I mean, meals. Yeah. <laughs> just meals. Anything food. What if that was a Food Network show? What if there was a Food Network show that was about, like, glass meals? <laughs> and, like, some dystopian future, like, reality show? No, I'm talking about right now. Like, what if they, like, interviewed, like, people who were on death row trying to enjoy their last meal? Or, like, and they death were just, like, row... But, like, Top Chef. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing something like that. Congratulations. You won. <laughs> oh. I know. So, do you... Uh, so, do you think that, like, the last meal, is that something that you find... I mean, do you think that it's, like, compassionate? Or is it undeserved? Some people might would say... What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. It, I mean, it, it is a difficult... It is a difficult subject, I guess, because... Personally, I feel like it's a respect thing, and it's a... I see it as equal parts like respect and ritual. Mm. Um, and I think... I don't know. I, I have more, I lean more towards the we should do that side of things than the undeserved side of things because, um, I mean, but then then you think about somebody like Richard Ramirez who was horrible and you're like, well, fuck that dude. Like, I don't want him to have any moment of enjoyment when, when he's in prison. Um, but, I don't know. Well, it's, for me, I think that it's more, I just find it to be really symbolic. Yeah. You know, um, you can look at this and sort of take it even back to like depictions of Christ in the Last Supper. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's... Um, Not it's, to say that people who have committed terrible crimes who are on death row are Christ-like at all. But... Well, no, but that's why it's symbolic. It's yeah. the Last Supper. Yeah. It's the last meal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, food is what keeps our bodies nourished and able to function, so it sort of makes sense that you meet death, in a sense, with what has kept you alive. Um, and it could also be seen as a symbol of, like, Peace between the condemned and the executioner um, so that they could get some closure. And there's actually a warden uh, in Louisiana that's famous for actually inviting the condemned prisoners to have their final meal with him. I think I may have read about that guy, actually. So it, yeah, yeah it just brings back. I did read about him. To me, it just strips everything away and brings it back to. Uh, brings it back to the humanity of the person, mm -hmm. regardless of what they've done. Um, and, you know, some of these people, you know, were guilty of truly heinous crimes. And, and I say some because there are those unfortunate souls who were innocent mm -hmm. um, that have been put to death, I'm sure. Um, but just something about that last meal sort of strips all of that away and makes them human again. And I just think that it's... There's something that's very, uh, just sort of profound about that for me. Yeah. And 
Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I was just going to say, like, I know you said earlier that, like, it doesn't always, like, is, isn't always representative of what that person or of who they are. But I'm going to tell you what. If I had a last meal, I'm going to show you who I am. Yeah. <laughs> what would your last meal be? Oh, God. Have you put any thought into, like, if, if you had to tell somebody what your last meal would be, what would you, what would you order? Um, okay, so it would definitely have to be, definitely a steak. It would have to be. A big juicy ribeye. I knew you were going to say a ribeye. Yeah, it would have to be a ribeye. I knew you were going to say a ribeye. Um, I mean, I guess it would be pretty standard, like, you know, some meat and some potatoes, maybe some mac and cheese, you know, get that good mac one last time. Mm-hmm. Um... Mm-hmm. And I don't know, for me, it's, uh, I don't know, it's really weird because as I'm sure, you know, we, as we have stated, we are both husky children, right? Yes. So uh, we have, or at least I, and I'm fairly certain Katie has too, uh, have, we, we grew up under the, you know, the notion that you finish your plate, Right. Yeah. You finish your food. You finish your plate. You know, for me, like, um, you know, coming from, well, yeah, coming from uh, a single mom household, like, girl, I ate, I didn't, because I didn't, you know, I didn't know when I was going to get that good food again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, well, no, my I was mom, just trying to, like, my mom, like, sure trained to finish your meal. And, like, <laughs> so... I mean, which of course is why I now am a husky kid uh-huh. because I was forced to finish my meal. Like that just wasn't a part of. But but what's your point? Sorry, oh, did oh, I oh. lose your point with no. the finishing meals? No, no, no. But, we well, do both like to finish meals. I do like to finish <laughs> meals, but um, I think because I was reading up on some uh, some you know, of these last meals and these, uh, you know, criminals and whatnot. And there was actually one that just really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like probably one of my favorite last meal moments. And this was a guy by the name of uh, Ricky Ray Rector. Mm-hmm. And he shot and killed a police officer before attempting to blow his own brains out. Mm-hmm. But he, as part of his meal, he had requested a, a, a pecan pie Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't eat it. I respect that. Yeah, but he didn't eat it. He, uh, instead, he said that he was saving it for later. Hmm. And, hmm. I don't know, I feel like if I was ever on, like, I feel like that would be something that, that I would do. I'm so used to, like, making sure that I finish everything, because I'm not, I don't know, I have this, like, this weird phobia of, like, I don't know when I'm going, so I might as well like enjoy this pecan pie now. You know what Let I mean? Let me eat all this food. <laughs> Let me eat all this food because I don't know great. if I'm going to be able to do it again. Who knows? I could get out in a car. I could get out in a car and die in a wreck. And then what? I just left that good old piece of pecan pie sitting there. <laughs> no, I'm going to consume it. But if I knew what was going to happen next and I knew that was my last meal, something about me thinks that I would take it and just be like, I'm going to save that for later. Hmm. I don't know. I just, 
I resonated with that and then somewhere. I and then I would eat the whole thing. <laughs> and then Katie eats it all. You're like, well, he's not, he's not. I just resonated with that somehow. I don't really know why, but like, that just stuck out to me. Yeah, it's kind of a chilling topic. Um, and uh, Henry Hargraves, he's a photographer, actually. He is also interested in um, Last Meal's of death row inmates and he actually did a photo series it's a really beautiful photo series he did a photo series of um of the last meals of different inmates and it wasn't anybody like big and famous or Mm -hmm. anything it was just like random i think he restaged um what they ate so i'm 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 fairly certain that he wasn't just like in there with his camera actually taking pictures of the actual final last last meals but um because a lot of these photos look very stylized no that were he 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 redid them yeah he he redid and replayed it but the way that he played it is very artistic and cool too so that kind of lends a lot to the to the subject but um one that i thought one that he captured that was actually his favorite and it was one of my favorites um was victor i don't i'm gonna murder his last name <laughs> that's fun um, Fig, uh, Victor Figuer. Yeah. Uh, do you know this one? Yeah, I read about him. Yeah. Victor Figuer, um, he was 28 and he was put to death in Iowa. Um, he was sentenced to death for kidnapping and murder and he ordered a single olive with the pit in for his last meal. And Hargraves, the photographer who did this whole photo series, um, he said that this one was his favorite. Um, the series is called No Seconds, if you want to check it out. Um, but Hargrave said that the Olive photo was just such a polarizing image. He said, we think about, we tend to think about last meals as if it's something that's going to be totally gluttonous. And then he just has a single olive. You know, it's so simple, beautiful, and kind of final. It's like a full stop at the end of life. Which is interesting because the olive is kind of like a like a period at the end of a sentence, you know. Yeah, yeah, and he, uh, he, um, I think he said, didn't he say something about, well, there, it was a, it's a, the olive is, in itself is a symbol of rebirth. Yeah. And I think he asked to be buried with the pit of the Did olive. he really? Yeah. He oh, asked, yeah, he, he asked to be buried, uh, with it, um, mm. in his shirt pocket. Do you know if they fulfilled that? I'm not a hundred, I don't know. I don't know if they did or not. But yeah, he was buried with mm-hmm. the pit in that olive, which is... Uh, or he asked to be buried with the pit of the well, olive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but again, I think that that's still, like, going back to the last meals, like, you can definitely make a statement either about yourself or just in general. Um, I even read once about a Jewish man who ordered a full kosher meal... Uh, and then proceeded to order and eat, um, instead of that, his first ham sandwich. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, no time like the present, especially when you ain't got no future. <laughs> right? And some people, uh, some people make a joke of it. There was another guy uh, who was noted. His name was Wilson De La Roy. Um, mm-hmm. And he was noted for requesting uh, indigestion tablets as he might be uh, a little gassy. <laughs> I mean, we all react to stress differently, you know? I can respect it. Indigestion tablets. Give me some Tums, please. 
<laughs> well, you know what a lot of, um, you know, you have the people who have this sense of humor and then you have a lot of um, inmates who just refuse. They don't have a last meal. They just skip it. Well, you know, they say that some people who are actually innocent tend to skip a last meal. They refuse their last meal. Yeah. yeah. The other thing um, that happens a lot is they'll um, order, like, the number of desserts of people that are on death row currently. Um, and then they'll, yeah, and then they'll share. That's the thing. And, and that's kind of one of those things that, in reading about it, um, the the prison authorities kind of, it, it's not allowed, but they kind of turn a blind eye to it because mm. they said that that's a, a way that they can kind of help keep the rest of the inmates calm when, you know, one of them is going up for execution. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, obviously things get pretty dense and that's a way to kind of keep the peace. Yeah. Um. So... Would you agree with that assessment that it would, you know, make a statement if this person didn't, or if they just refused a meal, that that would sort of lend some sort of like, you know, like, especially if they have had maintained their innocence throughout the whole thing, and then were still found guilty, and then, you know, still refused it? Like, does that make you Not like, necessarily, because I feel like if you, I don't think that that act in itself would be a determinant of that. Like, I think I think plenty of people would refuse their last meal, whether they'll gu- they're guilty or not. I mean, regardless of whether you're guilty or not, you're still going to die. It might say that they're not a sociopath, or it might say that they're, like, sociopath 2.0 because they're, like, twisting this, twisting it even more, you know? Mm. Um, so, no, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, I know that's a thing, but I think because it is a thing, you can't really tell who genuinely is falsely convicted and, you know. Right. And I, you know, I mean, I think the, there's a lot of other things we can base that judgment off of. Yeah, I agree. But it would, like, I don't know. For me, it would just have to make me, like, second guess. It would make me second guess a little bit. Especially if they had been, like, up until that point. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like... The majority of the people that were out here uh, doing, like, really crazy shit, like, you know, had really crazy... Last meal. Last meal. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I, I should have looked at, like, a lot of the last meals that I looked at were not specifically from people who I, I knew, whose crimes I was, like, super familiar with. Um... So I couldn't really, like, I mean, the one big name that I did, um, that I did kind of run across in researching it was um, T- Timothy McVeigh. Didn't he, what did he do? I mean, um, not what he, not not that, but what did he, what did he order? He had mint ice cream. That's right. Mint chocolate chip. Two pints. Two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. That's a really odd choice of ice cream, I feel like. And not something that I feel like I could eat like two, two pints, pints of. Mint chocolate chip? No. Yeah. I think yes, yes, sir, you are you are insane. Yeah. No, I don't think. I mean, he's insane for many reasons. Oh, I do have Ted Bundy. That's right. That's the name. 
<laughs> that was a guy. Oh, you know, do you know him? Yeah. That guy? He's kind of the worst Old Ted. ever. Yeah. Old Ted, you know. So, um, Ted uh, ordered, he had, um, oh, he didn't order a special meal. So, he rejected, like, in certain states, and it does vary by, wildly by states, but a lot of states will offer inmates the option to kind of choose a special meal. So all the last meals that we've talked about so far have been like the special meal. But um, they can they can decline the special meal, at which point they are served like the regular, like, last meal or whatever. And that is like the... During the time that Ted Bundy was executed in 1989, the, all the last meals were kind of the same. Um, and they it was steak, so you're good with that, mm-hmm. and eggs. What type of steak? Um, it doesn't say. I don't, I'm pretty sure it's probably not a ribeye. Mm. Probably not a big, thick, juicy ribeye. It's mm. probably like a really chewy, like, top flat. steak. Yeah. yeah, it's a flat steak. Um, but steak, eggs over easy, hash browns. Toast with butter and jelly, and then milk and juice. I feel like milk before an execution is just like gross to me. Well, honey, especially like what if you just ordered a single glass of milk? No, <laughs> but what mm. about that? What would you find incredibly like disturbing for someone? A salad. To what would you do? <laughs> literally. Wait, literally I would have had a salad. salad. I would have had a salad. Oh my God. But yeah, but you would have had mom. it like with a steak. Like I'm talking about people who are like. But what would really oh, like, like. a low carb. Um, like a salad with some fat free dressing. And, um, that would really freak you low out. Low fat cheese. Uh, actually, I think I'll skip the cheese. Like, no. Uh-uh. So you would rather what is them the go... fucking point, babe? Like, <laughs> so you would rather them go either completely buck ass crazy, yeah, or not at all, or like at least something that would make or sense like whatever to them. the regular prison meal is, yeah, yeah, a salad. Something about though the fact that like the the traditional last meal. Was steak, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast with butter and jelly, and then milk and juice. Like, doesn't sounds... that sound like what Ted Bundy would have chosen? A little bit. I was going to say it sounds like Cracker Barrel to me. I mean, sort of. <laughs> it's, it, I don't know. It's like, something about it is like just so like white middle-aged male. Well, I think like, yeah, it does. White middle-aged, like... unassuming serial killer <laughs> Well, it's steak and eggs, so I'm assuming it's some form of T-bone, probably. Actually, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, the picture, it, well, in the in the is that in, picture by Hargraves? Yeah. Um, which I mean, I don't if know he if was that's accurate, actually what it was? It, I mean, we don't know how accurate he was, but yeah. Um, it seems that's also a very, like a very like, Florida meal. Yeah, steak and eggs. I've never been a fan of steak and eggs. I mean, I like them. I mean, like, I've never eaten them them together. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just not a thing. Mm -mm. Oh, one guy, um, he ordered, like, a lobster tail and steak and apple pie and vanilla ice cream, and he ate it while he watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. (laughs) And apple pie. Gotta respect the man for the apple pie. That guy was also murdered by Firing Squad in 2010. Wait. 
in 2010. Mm-hmm. In Utah. I'm pretty Damn sure Utah is Utah. the only state that has firing squad still. Damn, Utah, y'all still got firing squad. I I think they still That would I think be they epic, still though. even have it. Who was it that I was um Oh, who was it? Let me think. Mm. insert the Jeopardy theme song here no it was this um, you can go on with something else if you want to but it was this it was this famous um, it was this famous murderer who wanted to um, now you get to hear the lovely sounds of my typing this is the behind the scenes research it may have been William Bonin who um, he actually like William Bonin, the freeway killer, he didn't or anything like that. Like, he wanted to go that way. That sounds uh, very epic. Um, I would just be afraid that, like, it wouldn't kill me immediately. <laughs> like, I'd just be afraid that I I'd mean, get yeah. hit in, like, yeah. every other place that wasn't a critical part, like, <laughs> and just be laying there, like, mm-hmm. just bleeding out. Um, but other than that, I mean, it would be pretty epic, like, just... Take me now. Spread my arms out. Just go. Mm, I mm, mm. I don't think so. I think it would be like very... I, I Is think, it better than the electric chair? Yes. So you yeah. would choose that over the electric chair? Yes. For sure. Um... But I, like, there's actually a really interesting, this is, like, way out in left field, but there's a very interesting story um, about Dostoevsky, the Russian writer, which Mm -hmm. is, like, again, totally way off in left field. Um, But Dostoevsky, he got into trouble with, like, the czar or something. And I don't remember exactly what kind of trouble it was, but I know that um, he, at, at one point, like, he was... He was lined up in front of, or I guess a firing squad lined up in front of him, and he was, like, literally about to be executed when this messenger from the czar, like, rode up on a horseback and, like, brought a message to the executioner and was like, no, man, like, just call it off. JK. (laughs) And, like, it was literally, like, right before they were about to, like, fire on him. And, like, just the, um, just the tense like anxiety of those moments before like when everybody's getting set up and ready to shoot you and the fact that it's like you by yourself unarmed and then like all these people like that concept is like I feel like it would be too much they wouldn't have to shoot me because I would just die of a panic attack like I would just I would just have the biggest anxiety attack ever so you know I guess they could save money on bullets with me but <laughs> no, I could definitely say I don't know. I, you couldn't. Mm-mm. I mean, no. I would run for sure. Like, let's be real. You just go. Off Y'all know I would run. Running. Yeah, for sure. And then they just have to like shoot me in the back. Like that's how that would go. But um, who else do we have? Who? What other uh, famous ones do uh, we got over there? Who I don't have any other of? like super duper famous ones but there was one um i think you will respect this for choice of meal uh it was alan lee tiny davis he was 54 years old and he was executed in florida 
He was executed for robbery and three counts of murder, and he was executed by the uh, in the electric chair in 1999, um, which is crazy that we still had the electric chair in 1999, like that that was still a thing, because that's horrifying. Um, mm. But he had lobster tail fried potatoes, half a pound of shrimp, six ounces of fried clams, Half loaf of garlic bread and a thirty-two ounce of A and W root beer. Ugh, everything except the root beer. I mean, I'm, I I like root beer, Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. but I, I must say that that must have been a very stinky execution, considering all the seafood that was inside Mm-mm. that man, and then to put him in the electric chair. Ugh. Well, how about this lady for you, Velma Barfield? I like the name, Velma Barfield. Uh, convicted on December second, nineteen seventy-eight. Uh, for the murder of uh, Stuart Taylor. She was sentenced to death. Um, her last meal was a bowl of cheese doodles and a Coca-Cola. Hmm. What do we think? What, what you, what's your thoughts on that? A bowl of cheese doodles and a Coca-Cola. I don't like the Coke, but I am a fan of the cheese doodles. In my day, I have demolished many bags of cheese doodles and I've never met one I didn't agree with. <laughs> You've never I mean I have. There was actually a really interesting one um that was part of Hargrave's pieces um part of his um No Seconds series. Um it was uh Ferdinando Nicola Sacco and uh Bartolomeo Vanzetti. They were 36 and 39, and they were executed in Massachusetts in 1927 by um, the electric chair. Um, their meal—I guess they ate their meal together. I don't. It, it didn't. Speci- it didn't really specify, but they had um, their meal was soup, meat, toast, and tea. And in 1977, the postscript to, to that um, entry in the No Second series, is that in 1977, the governor of Massachusetts issued a statement saying that uh, they had been unfairly tried and convicted. Mm. And their case is actually still open. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying about, you know, there there are people who have unfortunately gone through this process, and then later it's like, oh, they weren't guilty. Right. Yikes. Here, Here's a lady that you're going to love. Yeah. Yeah, her name's Carla Faye Tucker. Oh, oh yeah, Carla Faye Tucker. Yeah, yeah, she's like a she's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but do you know what her last meal was though? No, I don't know what her last meal. A was. garden salad. God damn it, Carla Faye Tucker. <laughs> I I just don't. A, a garden salad with ranch dressing. Son of a bitch. Yeah, she killed. Um. <coughs> Ooh, sorry everybody. Don't die. <coughs> That's the remnants of my cold. Yeah, she um, she killed two people during a robbery. Well, she also had a banana and a peach, so. But still. I mean, was that her dessert? Was that her idea of dessert? A Are you kidding and me? A peach. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, Jesus. I'm not. Yeah. That sounds awful. And just because I, you know. The two people that Carla Faye Tucker murdered were Jerry Lindine and Deborah Thornton. Just wanted to say that because their names, honestly, are more Yeah, she was the first more like, woman to be 
Executed. Executed in like what a hundred or so years, hundred years, something like that. It was a it was a long time. Yeah. So much ASMR they're getting on this episode. Oh, I know. As we Tell me about as we well, you know, an, a really good one. Um. Was actually this. Uh, his name was uh, Adolf Eichmann. Eichmann. Uh, he was. Uh, you know tried and sentenced for war crimes uh for the holocaust uh are you sure it was not of Adolf no this is the same <laughs> as eichmann he was like a a big guy he was pretty much um was he like, like responsible big... for like the actual setting up of like the death of uh, the concentration camps and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um but anyway he he uh escaped for a while but they ended up catching him um his last meal, and he was never apologetic about any of it, obviously. I mean, you know, no. he eventually, he this was like, well, what... he was like, his attitude was very much like, well, you know, this is what was going on, so this is what I did, but whatever. This is one of those where I'm like, mm. What? This is one of the ones where I'm like, mm, did he really need a last meal? Can we just be like, mm, back off? Well, like, <laughs> well, you know what, this is, it's really, it, his... His last meal was uh, a bottle of Carmel, a dry red wine from Israel. That's mm. the only thing that he had. I mean, you probably should get about drunk, like, to be real. I left that out of my of my last meal notes of what I thought I would order. But uh, I forgot about the wine. I should put that in. I don't think they let you get... They don't typically let you have alcohol. I mean... <coughs> How about I just, like, stay out of jail and drink as much alcohol as I want if I don't die of the freaking consumption first? Mm. And John Wayne Gacy? Which is freaking likely. You know that guy? I mean, yeah. Do you know him? Oh, no. I don't know him. him. Gacy? I'm not familiar. Is it Gacy or is it Gasset? He requested a dozen fried shrimp. A small boy. God. A bucket of KFC. Yes, yes. Fr- yeah. Do you know what's um? Do you know what's interesting about the what he ordered? The what? bucket of KFC. What? John Wayne Gacy was a manager of oh, KFC. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was. He was. He was a little... manager. That was his thing. Like he was. He managed a KFC. That was his job. Yeah. When he wasn't. I mean, his real job <laughs> was wasn't. murdering boys. But like when he wasn't doing that, he was. Uh, he was working at the KFC. Their chicken. You know, he was like the worst damn manager that you ever had. Like he was like, he was that manager that you had when you were like fifteen and you didn't give a fuck about your job. Like, come up behind you and like fake tickle you. God. Yeah, I could see him being. I had that manager. Yeah, I could see that. I definitely could see that. And then he would like, I had this, <laughs> I had this manager back in the day who would like go to shake my hand. This dude was my boss, and he would like go to shake my hand, but he would put a twenty in his hand, and then he would like shake my hand and try to like leave the twenty with me, like we were doing a drug deal. <laughs> and he would just do it randomly and I was like I feel I feel weird about this like why are you just giving me uh, random $20 bills no it was not a safe space gross yeah it was a dark time I was maybe like what 17 yeah Mm-hmm. But I feel like John Wayne Gacy was definitely like that manager. Oh no, 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 no. He, was the he definitely manager. was. He definitely was. Well, you know that they're not even like like we're going through all of these last meals and you know some some 
some states don't even like Texas, for example. Yeah. They won't even let you have one. Texas abolished it in 2011. And Texas was actually who kind of started the last meal thing from the research that I was doing in, uh, in 1964 when, or I'm sorry, 1924, um, Texas, um, offered, um, started offering inmates that were going to be electrocuted, um, a last meal and they would, um, allow them to order like extra portions of the dessert and split it like we were talking about. But, um, the, in 2011, they abolished that. And in a lot of other States, they do, um, have like, like a maximum amount that can be spent on a prisoner's last meal. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know Florida, it's $40. And in Oklahoma, it's like fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars, honey. Could... You gonna get you a combo <laughs> meal from the <laughs> McDonald's, honey? You can't even afford Arby's <laughs> on fifteen dollars. Not that no. You can't get no Arby's. You, you can't get... upsize nothing. You can't bow size nothing at the Bojangles. Uh uh-uh. uh. You about to get two twenty piece chicken McNuggets, which is not that bad. I mean, that's fair. You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> I thought about you this weekend when I was driving because um, I went to visit my family and then I came I came back and I was like really hungry and usually I don't I try not to eat fast food whatever but I like stopped by McDonald's this and I this the person turning her nose up at someone ordering a salad okay but see I am going to live to be fat tomorrow <laughs> so that's why I have to eat a salad is because I have to live to be fat tomorrow if I didn't have to live to be fat tomorrow I would want you to give me all the carbs. I would want a tub of butter, just a tub and a spoon. Oh, I'd get you, um, I'd get you a, a shaped butter. Oh yeah, you would get me. Yeah. What, what shape would you get me though? Like a, just a big frowny face, a big bummer so, frowny you know, face. How, these guys, like I've just discovered this recently for holidays. There's a brand I can't think of the name right now, but they make shaped butter. So like for Thanksgiving, you know, we had a little friendsgiving, and I bought that was my. That was what I brought to the table. It was, was the, the most, butter. like elderly, like 57 year old white lady thing that I've ever uh-huh. seen you do ever. And and it was glorious. It was a beautiful uh, shaped turkey. And he cut its head off first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> in true in true fashion, yes, as one should. And uh, so, and then for Christmas, they had little butter Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. So. I would get you. Get that. What if I ordered like eight butter Christmas trees? Ooh, you know what would be good? Those, um, oh, it's like the little Debbie cakes of the um, Christmas tree that are like white. They're only out at Christmas. They're uh, like the Christmas tree the cakes. The little cake. Yeah, the Christmas tree cakes. It's the only yeah, part that's... about Christmas that I actually enjoy. Um, I don't think I actually enjoy the. I like the um, white fudge Oreos. Damn, mm-hmm. them things are good. Mm. Mm. They're mm. so good. I like the Christmas tree cakes. They're they're good too. They're good because they're like nostalgic. But you bite into them and it's kind of just like air. Yeah. So, but no, I would I would be like having some mac and cheese. I would be having a tub of butter. I would be having pecan pie for sure because it's my favorite. I would I would order a Domino's chocolate brownie. Because, you know, I love those. And they would probably fucking burn it like they do every time. And they would piss me off. 
<laughs> you would be I would order it slightly undercooked because it really doesn't fucking matter if I get salmonella. Slightly undercooked. No, no, I would get cookie dough. For the same reason, because it doesn't Not matter if, you if I get salmonella. <laughs> Not if you're in Utah. Why? So that's they have the fifteen dollar max. No, Was no, that? no. That's um, that's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Sorry, I don't know. Utah. Utah probably has them. Has Sorry, them Utah. Utah in Utah in the. The cookie dough, yeah. Uh, I thought yeah. you were gonna say don't order the cookie dough in Utah so that you can run more effectively from the firing squad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I could see the cookie dough. Um, yeah. Oh, a bowl of Philadelphia cream cheese. I also would order that. A bowl. Of I would have the most horrifying cheese. final meal. They'd be like, she, she literally just ordered a bowl of cream cheese. But the 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 scary thing is, is that you would probably be guilty too. Why? I'm just for whatever it did. Yeah. And you know it's true. No. You know it's true. I don't think I could commit a crime that would be bad enough to get like a death penalty on. Um I don't I don't think so. I don't think they I don't think they convict me. Oh, so not that you wouldn't do it. They just wouldn't convict you. No, it would be like whatever would whatever Okay, Lizzie Borden. Whatever like, must have happened yeah. for me to commit something bad enough to get put to death for must be bad enough that no jury would convict. But I'm just me. saying, in an alternate reality, if you were on death row with a last meal, you it would probably be I think it would make me look done. really guilty. Like even if I wasn't guilty, they'd be like she ordered a bowl of cream cheese. She must have done it. Just a bowl of cream cheese? Just no, a no toppings? Bowl. No, no, like... You don't need any toppings for Philadelphia cream cheese. I would be so fucking mad if they didn't bring me Philadelphia cream cheese, too. They brought you off if brand. They, if they bought me some fucking giant brand no, or some would. low... The worst thing in the world is um, low-fat cream cheese. Fuck that. Philadelphia original cream cheese. No low-fat option. One time, one one fucking time, I was like, mm, I just want to, you know, come back. Let me get this low-fat cream cheese. It was the fucking worst. No. It was no, so bad. you don't do low-fat cream cheese. It was so awful. And I think I was putting it in, like, a protein shake, too. I wasn't even, like, and I could tell. I was like, no. Did I tell you I tried putting cream cheese in my eggs? A few weeks ago. A few weeks you ago. tried it? Yes. What did you think? It was That's really my good. favorite breakfast. So what I enjoyed about it was that it really made the eggs like super creamy. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because it, it like really melts creamy. Little, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like it really made it a really interesting texture. Very creamy. Um surprisingly good. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't as like like it, it wasn't as overpowering. Because yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, yeah, it blended yeah. really well. So, yeah. for all of you uh, out there listening. This is why you listen. You listen so that you can learn to put cream cheese in your eggs. Actually, put, seriously, literally put cream do cheese it. in your it's, eggs. It's really fucking good. It is really good. And that uh, ends our segment with the Food Network. <laughs> Here we are. On the Food What if that was our story? Network. What if our story was that we are... Um, murder and mayhem podcast hosts who really just wanted to work at Food Network and can't. So we do this instead now. <laughs> but no, we still like murder and mayhem, though. So we do. It's like, that's true. 
That's true. We need to find a way I to I think we can bring two. Food Network. I think we can bring food into Murder and Mayhem easier than we can bring Murder and Mayhem into food. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. So far, we haven't been able to convince the Food Network to give us a show so that we can talk about John Wayne Gacy while we're making, like, a breakfast frittata. But... I mean, but think about it. Talk about John Wayne Gacy while learning how to fry chicken. I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying. I, Maybe if he had paid more attention to frying chicken instead I mean, of murdering young it. boys. You would be teaching how to fry the chicken, right? I'll be right? there full clown gear oh my god <laughs> full <laughs> full clown gear oh no that's why that's why john wayne <laughs> that's why he was like he was really really he was he was something that one the clown he was a piece of shit like we should do an episode on john wayne gacy john wayne gacy makes me so mad because he was just such a fucking asshole like there are some there are some killers who like when you dig into like their story and stuff and like you you learn about their backstory and you learn about like their um like issues that they had if they had mental issues and stuff like that it's like you not to say that anything is ever an excuse but like you you learn more about them and there are certain people I'm thinking of Jeffrey Dahmer in particular where personally from everything that I've read about Dahmer, I mean, Dahmer had some terrible crimes and nothing excuses him from that, but he really was isolated and everyone around him just kind of left him to his mental illness and, and he didn't really have any help. Um, Gacy was just a fucking self-important piece of shit. He wanted to be a politician and probably would have been a fucking perfect politician. I just like the clown get up. His makeup actually is quite terrifying though. Uh-huh. It really like, is. It's so so much scarier than like any other clown makeup. Well, he was the one that nobody really like expected. Except you know for everybody mean? kind of we have to we have to do an episode on him because like sort of nobody expected him, but also everybody expected him. Like his his whole thing was people would come over to his house and watch snuff movies with him. Yeah. Like he was if all signs point to Snuffing. Murdering <laughs> the youth. You want to come over for some snuffing murdering you? Yeah. Like, you know, no, I'm good. I'm good, John Wayne. I'm, a, I'm okay. You good on the John Wayne? I'm all right. Insert Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So, I mean, we have veered so far from our topic. I don't think so. I mean, we're talking about the people that had the last meals. They're sitting here... And, you know, they're, like, having their last meals, what's going through their mind, you gotta think, like, okay, they have to come to some sort of conclusion with, um, alright, so this is what I've done. Can't take it back. So, they're just gonna sit there and enjoy their last meals. And then, you know, and then go, go and die. I don't know. I think, um, I always think about Eileen Warnos. Period. Yeah. End of the sentence. I always think about Eileen Warnos. No, I, I always think about Eileen Warnos and like how by the end of that, um, by the end of the whole ordeal, like she was on death row for so long and people would always like bring up her case and they would use it 
politically and like all sorts of things. And I think like by the time she was like being executed, I watched the interview that um, one of a documentarian who I think was, I mean, he wasn't close with her, but I think he, you know, he had done a couple documentaries on her um, and he had a brief interview with her the day before she was executed. And, um, you know, I mean, she just seemed so over it Mm. that, like, I think at that point she was just ready to go. And there's a lot of speculation as to, like, was, was Eileen telling the truth? Was she not telling the truth? Did she just want to hurry up and speed her execution along? Like, what, you know, I mean, clearly she was very, very, very sick if you look at the facts of, um... If you look at the facts of the case, but if you also look at, like, her whole, all of her statements in prison and how she went back and forth on stuff and how Mm -hmm. she then talked about how the police were. Eileen Warner's claim that the police knew about the first murder and didn't arrest her and instead, like, made her kill all these other people and, like, they were using sonic pressure in her jail cell and, like, all this stuff that was, like, indicative of, like, some pretty severe um, mental illness. And I think at the point of her execution, I think she was just kind of ready to to go. And a lot of um, looking at last meals kind of brought up a lot of prisoners' last words and the most common um, kind of ending of their last words were, I'm ready. Mm. So, I mean, death row's got to be pretty shitty, so maybe, maybe you are. What would your last words be? Hmm, I don't know, dude. I'm so talkative. Um, <laughs> she, you just talk your way out of the death sentence. I just keep talking. There actually was this um, last... I was looking at a bunch of different, like, collections of, like, prisoners' last words or people who were being executed's last words. And uh, there was this one guy. There was this one guy who he literally had paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. I thought I was never going to get done with his statement. It was so long. I should have written that guy's name down. But um, I'm just going to keep talking to the day I don't know. I like forever. I don't, I don't know that I would have I will any start last with words. day one of my life. <laughs> day one, I was born unto the world. And I would literally go through every single day. I don't, I don't think I would have anything to say. You have that, like, what's your last words? I ain't got shit to say. <laughs> I wish you like, guys could see, like, the eye, the eye thing that Kenny, the crazy eyes Kenny just gave me. I ain't got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I would I... say. I think it would depend on the situation. If I was innocent and, like, was being put to death for something, um, I don't know. I probably would end with something like a, or just a good, you know, fuck off. Or something like, I don't know. I don't think it would be like long or drawn out or like. Dramatic. dramatic. That's not really you. No, yeah. it wouldn't be long or dramatic. It would. <laughs> you know what my last I'd be words, like. You know what my words would be? What? I would say, um, subscribe, rate, and review to the Haunted Heart Podcast. <laughs> Now on iTunes. <laughs> My last That's words, what I would say. Yeah, you know, the, uh, the final last words would be Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Actually, yeah. Yep. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. 
Benji. And then just and then just kill me. <laughs> you were so upset about it. Uh, I don't know that many of our listeners watch RuPaul, but um If you do, that was a RuPaul drag race <laughs> RuPaul's drag race reference. Uh episode one, season ten. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Poor poor Vanessa. Kenny's still holding out hope that she's coming back. I still think she will. And that was, you know, our segment on uh drag race. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we are trash talent, and we have to live up to that. Every single episode. Every single episode, we have to live up to that. And that's what we're here to bring you. We both work long, grueling hours. It's true. And then have to deal with the D.C. traffic. That's true. And And the Maryland drivers. And the Maryland drivers. Oh, we... So, interestingly, uh, we learned after our last episode... That we have a Maryland listener. Oh! They did not write us. <laughs> Hopefully they're still listening this week. Uh, after we severely roasted Maryland drivers last week. Hopefully Maryland they're still here. Listener. Maryland listener. If you are there, honey, I'm sure that you are great. We love you. And to the Australian listener. Oh, that's right. We also have an Australian listener. Uh, it be. Yeah. Hope you're well. Hope you're doing okay. Hope you're enjoying the Outback. If that's anywhere near you. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Um, just uh, stay over there. Stay stay right over there, please. We're a little intimidated of you. We're watching all of you. And we're keeping track. That's true. Uh, well, sort of. Kind of. Sort of, kind of. But, um, yeah, I think that that kind of wraps up our anxiety-fueled exhaustion <laughs> rambly last meals episode. Well, I think Ta-da. it was a good, um, you know, coming off of last week, talking about death. Yeah. You know, it's which so is heavy. a really heavy, yeah, just really sort of like a dark subject. So, mm-hmm. like, going into death is like, you know, this is sort of like a, maybe a part two. Yeah. Part, part two, food. Part two, ish. You know, yeah. ending death with food, which so is the best way. Let us know now that you know that Kenny wants a steak and I want all the carbs uh-huh. and a bowl of cream cheese. Um, let oh. us know. <laughs> Feel what... free to send her <laughs> all God, of don't. the cream cheese. Oh my God, do not. <laughs> I have to live in this body after. <laughs> like, um, now that you know our favorite, or not favorite, God, now that you know what our um, chosen last meals would be, um, let us know what yours would be. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Let us know on Twitter. We're not very active on Twitter, but we do have a Twitter. You can add us if you want. But Instagram's really where the party is, and, and the next couple weeks, I think we're going to get a Facebook group set up so that we can kind of um, talk about episodes and hang out with you guys, and that's just a more a better forum for kind of talking back and forth with you guys. Not that we're not enjoying you on Instagram, because of course we are. Um, And also, I wanted to update you guys that um, we have always been on iTunes. Obviously, that's our first home. You've been doing some work. Yes. We are also on thehauntedheart.com. That is our actual home home. Um, But now we are on a couple different platforms. We're on Stitcher which you can listen on your computer. We're on YouTube. Um, and we are also on TuneIn. 
Um, and on our website, if you are not an Apple user and you don't want to tune in on YouTube or Stitcher or tune in, um, there's actually a button on our website that you can go to subscribe on Android. And that will do some sort of fancy thing to your Android so that you can get the podcast, you know, directly on your phone too. Um, so you ain't got to have Apple Podcast if you don't want to. But you should. But, I mean, Apple Podcast is the bomb too. So. Yes. Anyway. Definitely interested. Yes. So do all of that. Uh, definitely interested in, I'm very interested in wanting, in wanting to know what it is you're eating for your last meal. Absolutely. Because I would like to join you. So let, let us, like let us join, join you. you. Let us join you in your last meals. We have set you down. You have joined us for uh, our symbolic, well, not really, not symbolic of anything. I wish we'd been eating this, during this episode. You know what? That was a missed opportunity. Oh my God, that was so loud. He's eating a Reese's peanut butter egg. And back to ASMR we go. Okay, no worries anymore. Delicious. Yeah, absolutely delicious. You should add that to your last meal. Anyway, we've kept you. We've kept you for long enough. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. We hope that we are not annoying the living fuck out of you. Um, We hope that you will be back next week, and we will be back next week. And until then, until then. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. <laughs>